Hello, I'm Sandra F and I'm here with... Hetty Austin, except we're not here together. Oh no, we're not at all, are we? We're, we're not together. I think to do this across um, the wonders of the internet. Lockdown rules. So, sorry if the sound is a bit shonky, we're, we're trying our best. We just got it right for when we were meeting up and doing the podcast. Just sorted out the sound, the microphones, and then and then the world went to shoot. But it's perfect. But we're we're doing our podcast. Yeah, we still kept our Disney date. Yeah, because we uh, everyone has a podcast, and we have yeah. been doing this, and it's been really fun. Uh, so we're carrying on doing it. So what we do is we watch a Disney movie, uh, yeah. and then we and then we review it basically. Because you're a big old Disney fan. Yeah, the premise behind it is that I am a huge Disney fan. Hetty, everyone thinks you're a Disney fan. Yeah. No, everyone just assumes it. Just assumes it because I've got a big old kind face. You, you've got a kind face. You dress. Yeah. You dress. You dress fancy. You got. Uh, you got style. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone got, likes your style. I got fancy dresses. You got fancy yeah. dresses. Uh, and, and it, I like a musical. And you like yes. Everyone just completely assumes. Oh, Hetty loves. Must love Disney and Disney princesses. But you don't. I don't. Uh, no. And it's not because you've got anything against Disney. You just haven't. Had the exposure to it. Well, some of it's a little bit against Disney, and some of it's not had the exposure. Well, it all comes out in the Mixed podcast, doesn't it? All comes out. All comes out. What you think is just a little reviewing session is actually just uh, reliving childhood a of, horrors, a lot of trauma, and therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, <laughs> you you look like a Disney fan, but you're not. And I don't look yep. like a Disney fan, and I am. And that is the whole premise for this podcast. And um, we've timed it perfectly well with the release of Disney+. Plus. The release of Disney+. Plus. We are going to watch... <gasps> that was a drum roll. That might be too much. 101, 101 Dalmatians. Dalmatians. <laughs> yeah, that'll have to do. We're going to watch 101 Dalmatians. And you are very excited about this one, aren't you? I love this film. Because... I think this is my favourite Disney. I, I already know why. Can you tell us dogs. why? It's got dogs, dogs. in it. It's like over a hundred dogs in it. If it's got dogs in it, then you're a fan. Yeah. I didn't like... The, I wasn't a massive fan of the princesses growing up. They were okay. But any of the Disneys that featured animals, I'm talking your Aristocats, your Hundred Dalmatians, your Lady and your Tramps, all over it. So I hope all over it, mate. that we watch this one and you're going to love mm-hmm. it. We already know I'm gonna you love, love it. this one. And understand how I feel about all the rest of the Disney movies. About Little Mermaid. Yeah, I've got that nostalgia it. for all of them. So what is your history with 101 Dalmatians? Well, I have quite an in-depth history oh. with 101 Dalmatians. And I would like start to at hear the it. Start at the very beginning. So, 1996. The live action. Uh, so when it came out, it came out in November. Yeah. And there was a big lead up to it. Um, and I was very, very poorly. I had whooping cough. Oh, and I, I didn't wasn't, know this. Yeah. I was really poorly. Um, I was off school for like five months. And I wasn't well enough to go to the cinema to see it. <gasps> so you got the so cartoon. So what I had, what I had was I had a, a little pirate VHS oh. version. Oh, well, we don't condone that. <laughs> it was the 90s. <laughs> it was the 90s, it was fine. It Did was you get fine. it from my uncle's shop? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Um, uh, so I I had that. Um, 
and that it was it was 1996 was a big year for me because I was I was very ill but 1996 was the year we got a dog oh you got a real dog got a real not dog the fake so not not the fake one not but no we were getting an actual dog and uh I wanted uh what's a Westie because they were from the Caesar advert yeah. so that's the dog oh, that I wanted yeah. so we were on our way to getting that dog and it was a, like a quite a long wait um and then 101 Dalmatians happened and I wanted a Dalmatian but you were on the list for a Westie <laughs> we were on the list for a Westie did you try and paint went... spots on it well, so when we <laughs> when <laughs> when we went to visit Bonnie, our first dog, um, so this was this was in the in the middle of my illness. I was really ill, I was off school, um, and I had a Dalmatian jumper on. Yeah. Um, and the the woman the woman who the breeder was saying it how she could pretend to like she would draw spots on the dog for me Brilliant. and stuff like that. Um, and I just wore that jumper all the time. I had that jumper on for like four months. <laughs> and I know that there's a picture of me on my birthday wearing that jumper with an Esmeralda cake. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You've never even seen the Hunchback of Notre Dame? I've never seen it, but Brilliant. it had an Esmeralda cake. Was it cake. just a shop bought one? Uh, did they have it specially no. made? No, I think it was a specially yeah, made one because it was like the dress. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Maybe, maybe your mum just asked for a princess cake. Just what was in. Yeah, the, maybe that time. was just what was in. That was all there was. There was no Cinderella's left. They couldn't do just it. the Esmeralda at the back. They couldn't do a Dalmatian in a, in a yeah. ball gown. But when... Uh, so, last year, we got another dog, and we got it from the same breeder. So, 22 Doris. years later, Doris. Doris, another Westie, not a Dalmatian. We were at the same breeder, and the breeder remembered me from being the poorly girl obsessed with Dalmatians. No way! Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so yeah, so Dalmatians, like hundred one Dalmatians, is always tied up with that excitement of getting a dog for me. That's good. I'm glad we're gonna watch watch this one. Hundred one Dalmatians. Is it a sixties movie? It's a sixties one, which really surprised me when I looked that up. Well, you didn't think it was that old? No. Uh, I suppose because I think it. I I mean I don't remember it all that well but i remember it looking quite different i think it's because you ignore the humans in it because yeah maybe. they're very stylized like like period sort of 50s britain uh it's certainly it's certain um yeah UK, and it's it? so when i was doing a bit of research for it, it was the first um i don't know because i think i think they're all british aren't i can't they? remember if cruella de vil is american i can't remember how she talked but it's the first contemporary Disney film. Like, it was set in a contemporary modern world. Oh, really? It wasn't a fairy tale. Yeah, oh, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. It might... Uh, yeah, I think it was, like, the most we saw of uh, the normal... They That's what they said in the documentary, anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I've just watched. No, because I think before that, it was all... Cause it, so, 101 Dalmatians came after Sleeping Beauty, and Sleeping Beauty was a, was a major flop. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a major flop for the company, oh. and they were that it was it was seeing whether they could still go on. I didn't know that. Yeah, so one Dalmatians, yeah, hundred one Dalmatians was a real turning point Saved for them. Saved Disney. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and by that point, Walt Disney wasn't um, involved as much with the the animations because he had his the TV show. They yeah. had like the the parks and stuff, so he wasn't that interested in it. 
but he didn't really like 101 Dalmatians because it didn't look like look of it. He missed the um the fantasy drawing. It was just animals. Yeah, it was they they use a different method for this. They used a, a Xerox machine. And there's a debate about whether some authenticity or some oh. something beautiful in it left. So it was quite it's a it's a big one in Disney's history. Oh, well I think it's it's got that really we'll see anyway. I think it's got that really hand drawn feel to it. It's still it's still hand drawn. They're just copying it. Yes. So the so with the Xerox machine, it meant that the animators it was their drawings on the on the on the screen. Yeah. So traditionally, what would happen is that they would draw something and then it get copied by someone else. However many steps down the line. And but that's why you got with, wobbly with Xerox. Wobbly features. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's better. So, it's much better to be stable. Yeah. And so that with Xerox. Why it doesn't seem as old. I think so because I think there's quite a modern look to it. Uh, apart from because like, I remember, it, I remember it, remember it looking different than than the Cinderellas and and yeah, then the Snow White. Yeah, because that's it. You mentioned the live action. I couldn't remember. Like I don't have a massive nostalgic tie to Hundred One Dalmatians. Like I like it, but it's not got the same feel for me as as some of the other movies, which. Quite honestly, Hetty, they changed my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 101 Dalmatians is just like it's entertaining, and I enjoy it. Yeah, but I don't remember. Didn't mean it. a lot to you. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't particularly want a dog as a kid. Thing. Yeah. But I do remember See. all the hype around the live action remake. Yeah, that was um, that was massive. The, that was massive when that came out. I think because the guy from Dumb and Dumber is in it. Yeah, and Hugh Laurie's in it. But when I watched when I watched Hundred One Dalmatians, yeah. the love story in it suited me better than the traditional. Well, they both had Disney. dogs. Yeah, <laughs> that was the lo- <laughs> that was. They both have the same so... breed of dog and fall in love. Yeah, that's what I didn't like about the princesses that they were waiting for a man to come along they and say all this stuff. Didn't like that. But these two, they fell in love mutually with their own dogs, oh. and that was that was the life. That was that was a romantic life that I wanted to lead. It's based on a book by Dodie Smith, who um, I found out a couple of years ago that she wrote the book. She actually wrote my favourite book of all time. It's I Capture the Castle. Don't watch the film, it's terrible. Oh, I won't. But the, but the book is like, it's a little bit different from the film. So... What, the, 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 the 101 Dalmatians? Yeah. yeah. So he's the... Uh, I don't know his name. The, the man... The man with the dog. Steve? Let's call him Steve. Guy. Yeah. The human. Um, the human he, man. The human. The human man. He's just, he's, just, um, he's, just, he's just an accountant that works for the government. Yeah. And he, he's got life exempt from paying tax because he, he saved, he got the government out of debt. Oh. That's the story. In the book, is, does it follow the same thing with like Cruella de Bill wants the skin? Yeah, so it's basically yeah. So Cruella Deville is is the same character. So Dodie Smith, the writer of the book, she had Dalmatians, yeah. and so she soft. created she created the story from uh, just a friend who offhand said, "Oh, that would make a lovely coat." <laughs> and that's where the, that's where the whole story. Oh, uh, is that from. why Cruella is like an old school friend of Janine <laughs> yeah. or whatever her name is? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Because um, in the so did, at the end of the cartoon. They kind of profit from Cruella Deville, don't they? They make a song about her. 
Yeah. And at the end of the live action, he makes a computer game about her. Yeah. So is there anything I like that in the book? He does no, some accounts the book, about her. The, the book, I think he just magically saves the government again and they reward him with a big with a big house so he can have all his dogs. That's it. <laughs> That's literally Cruella de Vil inspires him to save the government. Yeah. So the book That's came out right. in 1956 and Walt Disney read yeah. it in 57 and he acquired the rights there and then. Straight away. Oh, wow. Straight away. And she, so the, the author wanted Disney to have it because she felt that it could have been a Disney film. Yeah. And um, so with 101 Dalmatians, it was odd because they had one writer do it the rather movie, than the team. Did the script. Yeah. It had one writer who storyboarded everything. Yeah. So normally when they did storyboards, they'd have 15... People uh, like a team of 15 people, people yeah. doing it. Yeah, they have one person do it. Oh, these are interesting things. We'll see if it shows. The, the, the author wrote and said that they'd done, they'd done better than her book. Oh, really? Yeah. It... But again, it's one, of those, it's one of those Disney films where I had the toys with it. Oh, what toys did you have? So they had a little, a little basket of little tiny puppies. Were they like Stuffed cuddly? Toys. Yeah. Little ones, there was four. There were like, I think one of them was Patch. Patch was my favourite. Oh, yeah. But did so they we have used to names, go to the Disney. Did they have names in the movie? Or did were they just like, you know, the merchandise was named because of the way they look? Can't remember. There's a, there's, Can't remember. There's a tubby one. There's one with a patch. Is it the patch on his eye? Yeah, I think so. Uh, is there one that always um, pees on the carpet? I don't know. Any continent one? They call him Wither. Oh, could be. I don't. I can't remember. I think I, I think I that. <laughs> it sounds good. They should have had it. Apparently, there was there was a whole team of people dedicated to drawing the spots. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I couldn't believe it because they've got to be the same, haven't they? Otherwise, they'd be like like the spots would be dancing all the time. It's quite, am- it's quite an amazing thing to do without a computer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Draw a film. More people. There's over a hundred dogs in it. I think each dog has a certain amount of spots because when I watched the documentary, there were numbers next to them. Oh, that's amazing! I wanna, I wanna know how <laughs> many, count the how dogs. many dots, how many spots there are in a hundred and one Dalmatians. I'm gonna, I'll look that up later. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you look it up in the film because the film's going to bore you um, no I think I like it I, mean, I always say this like I remember it um, I remember some negatives and then I watch it I'm like nah loved it magical so <laughs> magical and I remember snow washing off because they changed themselves into black Labradors don't they yeah they, yeah, they put loads of soot on themselves to escape and <laughs> Cruella doesn't question for a second that there's a no. hundred black dogs <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they're not Dalmatians. <laughs> Just <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and I remember her really scary face in the yeah, car. Yeah, she does have a scary face when she's chasing them. And oh, like, oh really do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear about the cars? Oh yes, please. So the cars, right? So they, so the Xerox machine goes by the lines that they draw. Yeah. And they had an idea that why don't we build a model of the car and focus on the lines? Yeah. So, uh, so they they did that on the Xerox camera, yeah. I think. So they it was basically it was a bit like 
the, the start of motion capture camera capture so the cars shake and like they've never that was a new technology because they filmed it on the they filmed it on their models oh i see like the like the yeah. roof of an engine yeah um, and they had so they had vibration. these models yeah and they had like these wooden poles underneath it and they pulled a rug out from underneath yeah. it and that's how you got the that's how you got it to move oh cool i will sure look out so for when, that Teddy. so when cruella's car crashes yeah. that is literally the lines drawn over the the model no way right so things we need to look out for are <laughs> the Cars. car animation the, the spots <laughs> gonna count spots <laughs> <laughs> number of spots <laughs> um just how uh if we notice a change in actually we'll almost certainly notice a change in animation style from snow white to this because that's that's the only one we've yeah. watched so far sleeping beauty came before this cinderella came before this but we haven't watched those yet what else would have come before this then I think Magdalene Trump must have been, so I don't know why. Well, so it can't Trump. have been the first contemporary one. I'm sure yeah, Lady the Lady... Trump is later. Lady and the Trump characters are in it. I remember Jock being in it. I'm going to say... That's another one. I'm going to say... So what's what's 101 Dalmatians? 60... 60... Uh, 61. 61. I reckon Lady and the Trump is 65. Have I worked... 55. 55! So it was before! Yeah. So it was before. I, I eat my hat. And I, so it, I'm going to cut it anyway. I'm not going to be wrong on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so it can't have been the first contemporary. Because oh. Lady Ben Trump was... Yeah, exactly. So when was when was Aristocats then? Because I think the animation in that is worse than 101 Dalmatians. Not, it's not bad, but it's like you can see the wobble of the, of the dancing cats and stuff. I reckon that's uh... older. Aristocats. Nineteen seventy. Seventy. Oh my yeah. lordy! I'm wrong on all these dates. So that must have been purely on the the Xerox machine. Yeah, but it doesn't look it. Uh, 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 uh. Maybe it was a rush job. Thinking of that's the what animation. they're saying that when when the Xerox machine came in, there was a debate about. Yes, you could rush it, but did something did something did get lost some in that magic? quality? Mm. Mm. We'll find out, won't we? We will. Shall we? Is there anything else we need to mention about one hundred and one Ds? No, I think I think that's it. I think we've covered everything. Cool. Let's watch Hundred One Dimensions. Hetty, what did you think of Hundred and One Dimensions? I liked it. I don't think it lived up to the memory that I had of it. That is a shame. That's sad, isn't it? Yeah. That's what you said when it finished. You went, it's not as good as I remember. It's not as good as I remember. There were some bits that were really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it more. I really enjoyed the last 20 minutes. Yeah. It's only an hour and 20 minutes long. The first hour is fine. To me, it, it dragged a little bit. It dragged a bit. But the last 20 minutes, which is all about the puppies, was brilliant. Yeah. I really like Yeah, that. I like the puppies. When they're all, when they're, this... they're all sad in the snow. All sad. Heartbreaking. Oh, how cup is heartbreaking. Lovely. And then when they're all sleepy after pick that them up. creepy bit with the cows. Yeah, that, mm, yeah, that was creepy. That was very creepy. That surprised I... me. 
I thought there were going to be some uh, pails of milk for them or some bowls of milk. I thought there was going to be no. milk in an urn. I even remember. Yeah. I even imagined there being a, a milk urn and the puppies having to knock it over to pour it into yeah. dishes to drink. That would be good. Uh, for some reason, that was in my mind. And then the cows went, there's milk, there's milk round the back. And all the puppies run up and start <laughs> suckling from the cows. <laughs> I mean, it even is, is that... I don't think it's possible. Possible? I don't think it's possible. Maybe, a... maybe the one you're thinking of happens in the um, live action. Because I think a lot of what I remembered is actually the live action actually one. the live action watched. one. Maybe that's why it's in my head. True. I even made a joke. But when the cows said, do the puppies like warm milk? And I just went, come <laughs> suck on my teats. And then they did. <laughs> I was like, what? I mean, I'm pleased that they didn't offer it to the adults. Yeah. I thought you... that would have been a step too far. Are you hungry too, Pongo? There's plenty <laughs> where that came from. Oh. I mean, as in the original book, they get a wet nurse and they get a Dalmatian wet nurse for the dogs. Yeah, but that's a dog feeding a dog, isn't it? <laughs> it is, but sucking on a cow's teeth is just a step too bit much, far, even for a, <laughs> another animal, like a like a, a, little like puppy. a cow, a little a little calf sucking on a cow's teeth. That's fine. But as soon as you've got cats and dogs getting in the undercarriage. I'm not into it anymore. <laughs> but lick my We're both to go, to go, oh no, they're not actually. Oh no, oh, yep. Oh, there they are. <laughs> like in slow motion as they run towards the other. No, yeah. no, no, no. Oh my. Anyway, aside from that, after that, when they all go to sleep, it's very, very cute and adorable. It is very all cute. All the little puppies have a little. Um, they do like little dog twitches. Yeah, little dog twitches. Yeah. That's sweet. At no point I really felt invested until the danger of Cruella catching them at the end, you know? Even yeah. even, in, even when they're in the house, waiting to be skinned. Yeah. <laughs> it's still like they're just chilling out, watching TV. They're not scared, are they? No, they don't know what's going on. I can see why I would like it as a kid, but I was desperate for a dog. So many dogs. So it's like it's that thing, isn't it? If you look at it, if you're what you're remembering from being a kid is is the best bits, like best cute animation bits with the puppies and wanting a Dalmatian dog. Oh, the the bit, the bit where we didn't think the puppy was going to make oh it. Oh my god, that was a. Oh. So yeah, that was dark. At the beginning when the when um, Padita is giving birth and the nanny comes out and is like eight puppies, ten. 11, 13, 14, 15 puppies! <laughs> and then comes back out and goes, 14 no. puppies! And then they just bring out the body and hand it, hand it to so sad. That's the point where they make it more like as if it's a dog not understanding, isn't it? That's quite realistic. He's like, what, what's going on? And then Roger brings it back to life by just rubbing it like not 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 even like a gentle massage or trying to like um do like mini CPR on it or something. He just he just rubs it like he's trying to start a fire. Have you ever brought a puppy back to life? Maybe that's the way. But at least they yeah, at least they do bring it back to life. Because I can't remember that bit. Maybe I blocked it out from my mind. But I can't remember at that point seeing the puppy dead and just bawling my eyes out as a kid. 
Yeah, I can imagine that, that would that would have traumatized me. Yeah, I could. I, I don't think I'm not sure if my kids have seen Under One Dalmatians, but I I know that if my son watched that now, he'd be like, "What's what's happened?" Oh, would you not? Sorry. Would you not do the old um? Wait a minute. Wait yeah, a no, minute. I would do that. But, you uh, would do that. Imagine if we were watching it for the first time and I didn't know. I'd just be like, um. Yeah. Kids have got to learn about death. Yeah, they can't learn that everything's you know that that is a that is a realistic feature of um dog pregnancies. I'd rather they learn about it from Disney than me have to tell them. Yeah, <laughs> you know some 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 dog mums they eat their eat their puppies, don't they? Kill them. I I didn't know this. Yeah, they do. If they feel like their puppies are in danger, you got to be really careful. What? You kill them. If, the, yeah. if their puppies are in danger, they'll just finish they, them off. If they feel their puppies are in danger, they'll just kill them. That's why dog breeding is like a really dangerous. Like if you just got you got to know what you're doing. I mean, I didn't I didn't know this. I knew I knew that I knew that if uh, a lot of animals if they're stressed during pregnancy, they'll like abandon the preg like their body will abandon mm. the pregnancy and like reabsorb the baby juice. But I didn't know that they would kill it afterwards. Mm. They're like, oh And sometimes sometimes they'll just suffocate them, they don't realise. Like not not all not all dogs make good mums. Well everything I've learned is from Disney, Betty. I didn't know this happened. They come back to life in Disney. They just come back, you just rub them and they come back to life. I didn't know that. They have so many. And it's perfectly okay to have 101 Dalmatians and, you know, I I think they forget that they're going to be big dogs. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have 101 massive dogs. We'll have a Dalmatian. Didn't really appreciate that as a kid. And I'm just thinking, God, that house is going to stink. That's a lot of dog food. <laughs> <laughs> and also, how like that you would you ha- would you neuter them all? You'd have to, wouldn't you? I guess so. And also, you know, what happens? Like they're all the same age. Those puppies, they're all gonna leave this world at the same time. Oh my god! Yeah, ten- that's that's where my mind went. I had four. So I had four little puppies. They came in a little hat, yeah. like a little hat thing. And I had Patch, and I was lucky. And Roly and Roly was fatter than the others. He had more stuffing in him. <laughs> oh, it was so cute. His character trait is that he's always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cruella. I think she's one of the best villains, though. You reckon? I wasn't that. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, I think we'll score her, but I, I wasn't that impressed. She starts off as quite a joke, like a joke character. And then she progressively gets more and more desperate and genuinely terrifying at the very end. Like there's that scene where she's chasing after the van and it like zooms in on her face and she's got red eyes and crazy yeah. hair and her car's all like like she crashes her car so it's like even more menacing. All the all the panels come off. It's like exposed engine and stuff. And it was on screen for about half a second yeah. but that image is burned into my mind like I remember yeah. that from being a kid I remember Cruella de Vil yeah, as a really scared. frightening character from that just half a second of flash up on screen uh, 
Uh, I made a note about Cruella. Do you want to hear it? So, um, whenever there's like a Disney dress up, Cruella is quite a popular character. Um, So, at uni, there was always a Cruella. Yeah, she's Um, I've never... I've never done it, but the thing that um I never really put two and two together was until watching that. So when people do Cruella, they wear a Dalmatian coat. She doesn't have one, does she? And she don't have she one. Never gets it. That's, That's the, the whole point. point. The whole point. And I did a little Google for Cruella costumes. They've all got like Dalmatian little fur capes yeah. and stuff. There was a line that she said um that I may have on my tombstone when I die <laughs> how are you oh miserable as usual perfectly wretched <laughs> beautiful I didn't even hear that that's great oh so good that is great do you know who she reminded me a bit of um Red Skull from Captain yeah, America yeah like, and that's it she's got Especially... a really there's loads of imagery yeah she's quite skeletal and especially in the car as well yeah and the car like the headlights of the car are like a frowny face Mm. And, and there was that bit I made a note of it when she takes a phone call or she calls Roger and Anita and her phone is is a red phone and it's just got a devil face on it but not not <laughs> even like hidden like the car at least it's the headlights make a face it's just a, he- a head of a devil on top yeah. of her phone <laughs> that she sets yeah. the earpiece down on. I was like, oh, yeah. is that is that symbolism? It's not really symbolism. That's just that's just a devil phone, and her name I is did... Cruella. Like, it's, I... you don't need <laughs> yeah. to broadcast any more that she's the baddie. <laughs> <laughs> I did really like the characterization of her, though. I think she's a good. Like, she's a based on like a nineteen forties. She's a like she's Hollywood an ex flapper girl, isn't, isn't she? she? Yeah, like an ex flapper girl, and that's another thing. Cause it, did they? I don't. I might have missed it. In the cartoon, do they even say if she's a school friend or not? Like, how does she know Anita? She's a, an old school friend. So it is, but she like Cruella is like sixty. Yeah, and uh, Anita's unless, like twenty. Uh, unless it's just one of those things where she's just so evil, she's become her face, yeah, like yeah. that old world like doll She thing. just looks awful, even though she's um, she's like twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> and she's yeah, she's just done her voice in with cigarettes and oh, that was that yeah. was something else. So at the beginning of the movie. On, on Disney Plus, it tells you what the age... When you click on it, it tells you what the age rating is. And, like, it warns you about anything that might be in the movie. So even though it's, a, a like, age rating zero plus, so that's effectively a, a U, universal, hmm. it still says there's depictions of tobacco in it. Uh, and I was like, oh, typical, you know, just trying to cover their bases, going over the top. But there is a lot of... <laughs> Roger's always always smoking a pipe and, and like there's yeah. lots of not just he's like in the background smoking a pipe or he just happens to be smoking a pipe. It's like he gets his pipe out, he stuffs the yeah. pipe, he lights a match, yeah. then he's like Mmm, so smooth. There's a, yeah, there's a five dollar gag with him, isn't there, when Pongo licks his hand and he drops it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and when the documentary, they said that oh, what a difficult sequence that was. Really? 
the anime. Yeah, because it's all like you slow it down, it's all his hand movements and his hand gestures yeah, and stuff, and it's all so talking in turn. There was a lot of duplicated footage, but not even yeah. not even subtle. Like there's a, there's a little gag where Roger goes to light his pipe, and then Pongo pulls on the lead, and it, he he misses lighting the pipe with the match. And then they had the exact same footage about 10 seconds later. Uh, but yeah, the bad guys are always smoking cigars. Cruella's always got a cigarette on the... Just a cigarette holder. Yeah, it's, it's a very flapper girl thing again, isn't it? Having mm. a cigarette holder. And like followed around by toxic green smoke of her cigarette. Yeah. Have you got any more points about 101 Dalmatians before we do some scores? Oh, I wrote so much. Right, so... Uh, the titles. Oh, the titles, they really went with Oh, the, the spots. Really went with the spot theme, didn't they? Like every uh, Something I noticed with the titles, so first a bunch of spots pop up on screen, and then they have all the all the like people's names in each spot. And then they have the a little bit of jazz, a little bit of light jazz, mm-hmm. and all the music notes are animated on the screen, but every music note is a Dalmatian spot. Yeah. And then they're sort of like panning through London and there's spots on the bus I think there's a puddle that's a spot and there's some smoke that comes off of, oh the exhaust fumes that come out of a truck a, a spot and stuff and then they just like suddenly give up on it <laughs> just, yeah. they're just like no more spots now that's it that's enough spot the, 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 the spot unit had had and enough the rest, they had enough work to do the rest of the opening animation just doesn't have any more spots yeah I can just imagine the animator just throwing their pencil down, being like, that's enough damn spots! No more spots! They're like, oh, I'm really sorry to tell you, but like, every dog has like 30 spots. <laughs> oh, something else I noticed, or I suspected, do you think that the nanny character is a nod to the wet nurse in the book? Because there's just a line at the beginning when uh, Pongo says, oh, she's very canine, she's very canine-like, she could almost be a dog, or something like that. And I just Possibly. wonder... Yeah, is that could a little nod? In the book, they had two nannies. Oh, okay. Maybe it's not. And a wet, and a wet nurse dog. Maybe it's not, then. I'm reading into it too much. But I think, I think definitely the Disney story has got a better story than the book. Oh, really? Yeah, I definitely prefer the characterization of Roger in the in the Disney film yeah. than the book, because in the in I like the fact he's a bit of a loser in the film. He's funny, yeah. <laughs> but it's just a tax person in the boring old taxman yeah. saves the government. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> save the government out of this one, Roger. Yeah, it's good. Enough. I don't know. I don't really have any major complaints about any characters in, in the movie. So this is the first time I've ever noticed this, is that Lucky has a horseshoe on his back in spots. Oh, you were so pleased. I was like, oh, that's why it's called Lucky. I remember always watching it and thinking, he's not particularly lucky. Is that why it's funny? Because like... Whoa, hang, hang on. Was he not the one that... Was he not the runt? Was he not the one that brought back to life? That's why he's lucky. Oh, maybe he is. Maybe he's just got a horseshoe as well. Double lucky. But there's definitely a horseshoe on his back. That makes way more sense, Hetty. That is, that is clever. So the one that it's like, the one that came back to life had a pink nose, but that is just—is that just because it was a that's baby? Just puppies. Nah, just yeah, puppies. All, all dogs have. Not pink so much noses. about puppies. Honestly, when I'm every five minutes, of dogs. I'm on a little break to have a look at a dog. <laughs> 
And your my Instagram is just made up of dogs. I mean, I like dogs. Oh yeah, there was a little bit at the beginning when when the bad guys drive their van up to the house. Mm. It's literally they drive it ten feet from where it was parked, and I think it's just to show off the animation. She's <laughs> show off the animation. That they can do that. They had those those um those cars. They all had characters. Yeah. I would even say that Cruella's car, the way the engine crackled, was ominous. It was good. Yeah, all of the animation yeah. around her fits her perfectly. I think. Yeah. I was gonna say we we found the one that the because it wasn't it's not a Disney film unless women are, are slagged off oh, at some yes. point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Women drivers. So women, drivers. women drivers. It's only a little one. So it's, uh, but... it's in there. Something I remembered in the movie, and I thought of it before watching it, and I wish I'd said it in our little um, preamble thing. Is I remember the bad guys having really nice sandwiches. And I wish I'd said it before because they yeah. had really nice sandwiches. They had nice sandwiches. And I was obsessed with them as a child. I wanted a sandwich like that. And I never got one. Is that is that where we're at now? That we're reviewing the sandwiches that the characters Well, Hetty, I make my sandwiches like that now. That's how okay. I make my sandwiches. I make my sandwiches like I go, I go all out. Sandwiches are important. Something else I noticed is there's a scene, there's a little bit when the cat startles the bad guys. Horace, it was yeah. Horace and Jasper. I can't believe I remembered that. Yeah, I can't believe that. And um, Horace, like, jumps into a piano. The piano lid falls on him, which is one, like, gag. Why is there a grand piano in the first place? And then his face, he face plants into a cake. I was like, why is that cake there? <laughs> And it's a big old cake as well, like a wedding cake. So yeah. Why is it there? It's just so they can do a cake gag. I wrote dog perving at the start. Yeah, I wrote that too. (laughs) (laughs) Pongo's just trying to pick up, pick out a mate. I've just written pervy Pongo. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was something. So I guess that was a lot of sight gags, but um, so there's a lot of uh, observational sight gags in the movie. But I think they're so, like, ingrained into culture and media now that we didn't really notice them. But at the time, they must have been really quite humorous. So all the pets looking like their owners, like they're all everywhere. Yeah. That's like such a or stereotypical thing now. Because you say, oh, yeah, they look like their owners. People going by, the artist has long hair, mm. like the Afghan has long hair, and they're both the same colour. And then there's, like, that little grey pug dog with the woman wearing yeah. the little short woman wearing the same coloured top and stuff all going I think because Pongo has uh, a distinct English accent yeah. it was when he went this one's too old and then the little girl walked past he went too young that was there was something a little bit creepy about that <laughs> I was a little bit surprised when I asked you how the movie was and you said oh it's not as good as I remember because all the way through, you were making the Hetty noise. Like, when you like something, and you just go like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and every time there was a dog on screen, you were just like... Mm. 
that's the noise I make when I'm on Instagram. <laughs> That's why I thought you were going to just turn around and go, I loved it! That's funny, right? Should we score this this thing? Yeah. First one. Songs. Songs in 101 Dalmatians. Well, that is exactly what I was just about to say. There's only two songs. What's the, what's the second one? At the end, when he's singing about Dalmatian Plantation. Oh, that's just a little... Yeah, exactly. That's just a little ditty. <laughs> neither, that's not a song. Neither of them are really full songs. Even when his song Cruella de Vil is being played on the on the radio, yeah, you don't even he turns it hear off. it. And also, don't you think it's odd that he's made a song famous about an actual person? Yeah. Like who? Who I don't think went to prison or anything. She's still just about. Yeah. Yeah, she just crashed her car. That was her comeuppance. Yeah. Crashed her car and didn't get her fur coat. And it's. It's a, it's an all right song, but the only bit you really know is Cruella Deville. That's Cruella it. Cruella Deville. She doesn't scare you, no you thing will. Uh, it's alright. It's catchy. I remember it. Obviously later. Yeah. But no, it's not great. It's not great songs. Bet like barely barely registers. I mean, I guess But I think that was probably the point, wasn't it? But he is he's a songwriter. They don't, yeah, they don't show true. it off at all. They don't utilise it. No. no. <clears throat> it can't be... It's not It's no. not a high scorer, but... They could have sung a lovely song about suckling on the uh, on, on the, the cow's teeth. Yeah, they could have had that. It's not weird. Hi-ho, hi-ho. It's not. It's, it's not probably bad. the weakest we've seen. It's isn't the weakest it, so the far. I mean, the songs aren't bad. I, I w- did I like the music liked... though. Yeah, the score it's, it's, was it's orchestral all the way through, isn't it? Like yeah. every every bit of animation, like every movement, is is yeah. accentuated with with some plinky plonky and some violin. It's not, it's, it's not bad. I mean, if if you start on a five. Yeah, and then leave it on a five. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably, li- I'd probably leave it. That's nothing. And that's only really for Cruella de Vil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's catchy. I, I, I remember it, and I find myself singing that to myself every so often. Uh, oh, this one we saw, we, um, we 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 score individually, don't we? I always forget that. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, I'm gonna give it a five. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a five too. What is the next category, Hetty? Animation. Animation. I. So this was this was the first film we were using the, the totally the Xerox system. I mean, I didn't notice. I, I know. I think most of it was a lot cleaner than Snow White, but then Snow White was the first. Um, there were little bits where I, it felt like they didn't use it. Like there would be a really fuzzy, like a really um, broken edge to something. I think when they were trying mm. to. to to draw fur or something, maybe they didn't use it. Um, but that's just that's just just for the sake of it. I I didn't notice really notice the different use of animation. I actually really liked the visuals of it. I thought every frame was like a was like a picture. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, the um the like the backdrops of London and stuff were pretty cool. Yeah, they were beautiful. Yeah, I liked them. And the animations of the puppies are excellent. Yeah, they were good because they still, although they were, 
love that the animals were still um, anamorphosized. They still maintained that that puppy element to them. They still they still had the puppy movements. I think. Yeah, yeah, they're they're really good at giving animal expressions. When they bark and they do that like on their hind legs, yeah. that's really like my dog. My dog reacts exactly <laughs> like that. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. What are you thinking for animation? Um, I'm gonna go for an eight. I think. Oh, I mean that's that's high. Yeah. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a six because okay. uh, not, not, I think it's just fine. There's nothing bad. There's nothing I'd really like. Oh, I, I really didn't like that. And then I, I like, I think Cruella de Vil is really well done. I think the yeah. very final scenes, uh, just really, the imagery is just burnt into my mind of that yeah. final car chase. Uh, so that, that bumps it up a point. But otherwise, I just give, I give it a six. Yeah. Okay. Morals. Morals. It's not really a lot... Oh. What do you take away from the, it? Don't skin dogs. I think the for me it's it's about uh it's not all about that, but a nice trait of the characters is like being happy with what you've got, the human characters at least. Yeah. They don't need money, they don't wanna sell the dogs. Um they like, well we're gonna keep all these puppies because we love them. They don't care, yeah. like they're not thinking we can't afford them. But they are na- naive. Oh, they are naive, yeah. Yeah. But they're just they're just happy. They're just living their best life, just one day at a time. It's not a particularly strong moral, <laughs> but that's all I can. Yeah, find. I wouldn't. I wouldn't come away thinking that I've learned. You know. You know, like Mulan was so heavily on the morals, whereas this, I, I always struggled to find what it was. And Cruella, Cruella just kind of throws money at everything, and it doesn't mm. pay off. Uh, she's greedy. Also, she's so desperate for those 15 puppies. She already has 84. Mm. She's already got, yeah. So, yeah, that was weird. And she's like complaining. She's like, it can only make a dozen coats or half a dozen coats or something. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's not strong morals. Uh, it's not as... I think there's been... There's some other Disney movies which I think have kind of bad morals to an extent. They're kind of like... I'll just sit around and wait for someone to come save you. you know, just yeah. or like, just be good, and the thing will work itself out. I guess this is a little bit. It's nice for the human characters to say, "Be happy with what you've got," but it is also a little bit naive, isn't it? To say, I think you're reading into that because I did not get that at all. Well, I think that's you really clutched I am for quite, a moral. I am desperately trying to find something. Um. I put it. I put it on a four. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go for a three. Oh. Story. I think it's a very good story. Yeah, I think it is. It's very like there's there's nothing else like it, is it? Like simplistic, but you know. Easy to follow. It's got a beginning, middle end. It's got a beginning, middle and end, it's isn't it? It's got a beginning, and it's got all the hallmarks of a story. <laughs> beginning, middle and end, it has. <laughs> Although, I would have much more comeuppance for Cruella. Yeah, I guess. 
Does that what does, does that fall under story? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I think it does. I guess so. I actually, uh, I actually really like the story of 101 Dalmatians. It's really easy to it's like, explain it? to someone. What's this? What's yeah. this movie about? It's about this woman <laughs> that wants a fur coat made out of really nice Dalmatian skin, so she steals some puppies, and then the pu- puppy parents go on an adventure to get them back and save them. Yeah, <clears throat> Twilight Park. Yeah. I'm, 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 what do you think of a story? Um, I might go for a seven. I'm, you know what, Hetty? I'm going to put mine on an eight. Oh, wow. I, re- I think the story is great. I like it a lot. Okay. Next one. Length. Yeah. It's quite a short movie. It's quite short, but still felt long. Yes, that's what I was going to say. It's only an hour and 19 minutes. And I probably only really was enthralled for 19 minutes <laughs> which again it's, it's not it's not bad it dragged a little bit in the middle i might give it a six because i do like i just like there being a dog on the screen i struggle a bit with with this category for length because i don't think anything is going to get higher than an eight from me they can only lose points for being too long or being too short. I don't think the movie being really short, like an hour and 20 minutes, is a particularly good thing. I think it's just because they could, they, they would struggle to make it engaging for any longer. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's only going to get a five from me. Because okay. how can such a short movie still drag? Well, Snow White did. Yeah, yeah. How, how long was but Snow White's an hour and 40 minutes, isn't it? No, I think it's about an hour and a half. Oh, is it? I can't wait. Ten minutes longer. Okay. Nostalgia. Uh, for me, it's not that high. I mean, I remember um, remember the live action coming out. Mm. But nostalgia, I sp- I, it, was, it, was, it was pleasant. I suppose it's a six for me. Yeah. yeah. Mine is a big fat old ten. Ten, ten. It's a ten. I need a, We need a ten start. We need like a ten air horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want. I want my jumper back. Uh, I want my Dalmatian teddies back. Uh, it's yeah. Maybe think it's weird though because it made me feel it being very poorly with a. Respiratory like your condition. Sick, your sick movie. <laughs> it is my sick movie, and it was like that. It was it was when I was very poorly, but I had the promise of that there was a dog coming. It's your isolation movie. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Life's come full circle. It's come full circle. It's like there's no dog for me <clears> in the end. Oh, no. oh, I suppose it is. I can go see Doris. Doris eventually. Oh my god, it's very hard. Mm. Okay. Humour. It's not overly funny. It's not overly funny now, but I was thinking this, that it's not aged well. Like, there's a lot of... I was saying there's a lot of observational jokes. There's a lot of gags in it. Yeah. But they're just not... They're not good for now, but they must have been good at the time. Like, nothing else would have done those kind of gags before. I don't think. I think I remember the live action being funnier. Mm. 
but we'll have to compare that when we come back round and do the live action. Uh, mm. So again, I guess I found it endearing more than humorous. Yeah. There's some good, there's some good slapstick in it, uh, but also there's a little bit of bad slapstick, like just like that Colonel dog falls over and slips yeah. into a bank of snow. Like, well, that's, it's just a it's just a falling over gag. Yeah. Well. I did laugh at Mishra as usual, but pretty wretched. Oh, the line, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that brings it up a one point for me. I think it's only going to get a five from me. Humor. Yeah, I'm gonna go for six, just purely for Cruella. Yeah. What would you score it out of ten? Out of ten, I'd give it a six out of ten. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me because I'm watching it with my eyes now. It's not as good as I remember. I I let the I always let the nostalgia sway me. It's like the feeling of you were so excited to watch it. Yeah, I was. Yeah. That's gotta gotta put it up. I'm gonna give it an eight. I think that's good. That's a good solid. Score. Yeah. Because I'm willing to be surprised by these other Disney films that you're going to make me watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I wasn't too excited to see to watch this one, but I enjoyed it more than I was expecting to. Uh, I think six, six, I, gave, I gave you lots of facts on it. I, I, I enjoyed those facts. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Good facts. I'm really keen to watch the live action one now. Like, I want to see it. Yeah, I might. Yeah, I might watch it. So, like, have you got any closing thoughts on 101 Dalmatians? Did you at least feel good about your childhood? Yeah, yeah. That was a very happy time in my life, 101 Dalmatians, even though I was very ill. What should we watch next? Oh, I don't know. You want to do a, a, a 90s yeah, one? Yeah, we've got a lot to choose from. Maybe we should do Hunchback and Notre Dame so that I can fully understand why I Did had the Esmeralda one. cake. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I think... Hunchback of, Hunchback of Notre Dame, I think, is really underestimated. Like, I think it is. It's, it's underrated. So underrated, that's it. It's so underrated. It's got such a good soundtrack. Eternal! Has it? Eternal did the soundtrack for Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's really good. Really good soundtrack. It's got a great villain. Like, the villain is really complex. It's, it's a good movie. Oh. It's a good movie. So that's one we right, do we'll next. Do I'm excited about this. One. What? 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 What are your? What are your memories of Hundred and One Dalmatians? Did we ruin it to you, for you by concentrating on the cow scene? Um, what's your favourite dog? Which one is your favourite dog of the three that are named? The fat one, <laughs> the lucky runt, or Patch, who is referenced once. <laughs> Because he's got a patch over got his patch eye. Over his There's that one bit where they're watching the cowboy uh, like movie, cowboy series or whatever. Oh, yeah, and he bites the rug. Yeah, and Patch is like, I want to be the hero, you, you leather, yellow livers. And his mum tells him off. Uh, so which is your favorite? Because even you, you said you had four puppies. You can only remember the name of three of them. Yeah, I can't remember what the last one was. I know Patch, Roly, uh, and Lucky. Lucky. I can't remember any other. Can't remember. How's 101 Dalmatians? Yeah, how is it? Go and watch it. Do you agree with what would your yeah, score watch be? It. 
what would what yeah. would your score be? Because I think that's going to be the most dividing thing with people. 